Hello and welcome back to Higher Health, the podcast helping you to grow and improve as a human being in all of the ways possible. My name's Christian Lowell, I'm a personal trainer based in Tunbridge Wells, and today we're kickstarting 2024 with my five tips to live a healthier and fulfilling year and a more fulfilling life as well, for that matter. Now, to start things off, number one is to exercise daily. Now, by this, I don't mean doing anything intense. You haven't got to run 10K, run a marathon, do a crazy intense workout. It can just be something as simple as going on a, on a fast walk or doing a jog, doing a workout, going to a yoga class, just moving your body, challenging your body a little bit each day. Hasn't got to be anything crazy, like I said. Now, this will have a ton of benefits, not only physically, but also mentally. And these benefits will then trickle down to every aspect of your life, whether it be your work performance, your relationships, just how you feel when you wake up in the morning. So I encourage you every day, try and make movement, a small dose of exercise, a part of your daily routine. It will have huge benefits. Number two is to step out into nature. As human beings today, it seems like we're pretty nature deprived in a lot of places. And so stepping outside, getting some fresh air, some sunlight, if you're lucky over here in the UK, can do wonders for your well-being, both physically and mentally. I know from my own experience that any time I step out into a more green space and get some sunlight on my skin, I just feel rejuvenated. I feel like such a happier and healthier version of myself and I know that it makes me feel more energized, more grateful, more present and that those things in turn allow me to live a much more productive and healthier lifestyle. So obviously sunlight is something that we're a bit short of in the UK at this moment in time. I try and just make sure that anytime there is a bit of sun I get myself out into it but in the meantime, we can make do with just getting some daylight. Even that is better than, than nothing. I know that a lot of people oftentimes don't really get to see too much daylight in the winter because they'll perhaps go to work in the dark, sit in the office all day, go back home from work again in the dark. But it is so important that during the day you take the time, even if it's just 10, 15 minutes, to get outside, get some daylight, into your eyes as this will actually impact your circadian rhythms which in turn will help you get a better night's sleep and therefore wake up feeling more rejuvenated. So if you want to feel more energized then getting some daylight into your into your eyes basically is so crucial and something you have to be doing on a daily basis. So that's number two, spending more time in nature and outside in general. Number three is to have a bedtime routine. What do I mean by this? Well, first of all, I mean by having a consistent sleep and wake times, at least from Monday to Friday. All too often, people are going to bed at different times every night, oftentimes not really ensuring that they're getting at least eight hours of sleep opportunity, basically the moment their head hits the pillow to the moment they wake up, which leads them to waking up, not feeling great, and struggling for energy throughout the entire day. Now, if you can make your sleep and wake times consistent, 
This in turn will inform your body to produce the necessary hormones for you to fall asleep at the appropriate times, the main hormone being melatonin. If you go to bed at the same time every night, your body learns, ah, okay, it's 9 p.m., it's time to start producing melatonin so that I can fall asleep. So try to make that routine as consistent as possible. Now, of course, on the weekend, you're gonna go out, you're gonna spend time with family and friends, and you might push your bedtime back a little bit, and that's okay. But I think from Monday to Friday, like I said, try and be as consistent as you possibly can. Now, on top of this, you also wanna ensure that the behaviors, the things that you're doing prior to going to bed are gonna be conducive to a good night's sleep. So, not staring at your phone and scrolling through Instagram or watching the news, and keeping the lights on, these things are gonna be harmful to your overall sleep quality as they suppress melatonin production and they also just stress you out a little bit. So can you instead look to switch those behaviors out for things that are gonna be more helpful? Maybe that means taking a hot bath, reading a book, doing some light stretches in a dim, dimly lit environment, perhaps use candles if you wanna really be, be a, a, an A-star student. but. In general, it's just trying to step away from things that are going to disrupt your sleep quality and encourage things that are going to help aid it. Pro tip, keep your phone out of your bedroom. If you are still currently keeping your phone in your bedroom when you sleep, charging next to your bed, I encourage you to put it in a different room so you're not gonna be disturbed by it. Invest in an alarm clock if you have to and your sleep and your life will improve for it, I've got no doubts. Number four, this is a big one for me, one that I have recently re reintroduced into my life, which is daily stillness. Take 10 to 15 minutes each day to be still. This means just practicing the skill of observing your thoughts as they come and go without engaging in them. Now, this could be referred to as meditation, but you haven't got to call it that and it hasn't got to be a formal meditation. You haven't got to sit down, eyes closed, cross legs, and follow a certain pattern of breathing. It could be whilst you're driving on the way to work, or sat on the train, or whatever, wherever you are, you can take a moment for 10 to 15 minutes each day and just sit and just center yourself, just be still, and watch your thoughts as they arrive into your mind, and then allow them to pass on through rather than attaching to them. Now, what you will find, what I've found, I continue to find, is that when I do meditate or practice stillness, that I get swept away by thoughts from time to time. I'm sat there, so basically I usually sit on my sofa for 10 minutes every morning, I use Insight Timer as a, as, a, as a phone meditation app, and I just play the timer and I just sit there and allow thoughts to come and go. Oftentimes though, I find myself getting swept away by my thoughts and it takes me, I don't know, 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes to realize that I've been carried away and I'm, I've followed a thought trail for a period of time and that I need to bring myself back to my center, to my breath. And so the important thing is to not get discouraged when this happens. This is meditation, this is stillness, this is part of it. The idea is that the more you do it, the quicker you are able to realize that you're getting carried away by your thoughts and the quicker you can then return to your center. And the more that you do this, the more that you'll find it carries over into your daily life. You're better able to focus, to concentrate, to be in the present moment. And when you're more in the present moment, the overall 
happiness, fulfillment, satisfaction of your life goes way up. No longer are you concerned about the past or anxious about the future. You're very much rooted in the now. So if we can train ourselves to be more present, more rooted in the now, then the overall quality of our life will improve. So I highly encourage you to try and incorporate five minutes maybe to start with of stillness each day. See if you can increase that to 10, 15, even 20 minutes. Um, ultimately, you do have time for it. It's a matter of prioritization. I realized that I allowed myself to fall off track with my stillness practice and it was really because I just wasn't waking up early enough to allow myself time. Or sometimes I was just wasting time scrolling on my phone rather than rather than doing it. So it's a matter of prioritization, recognize the value that it holds and that it can hold to improve your life and then make it a priority. Here we are, number five, final one, play. Connect with the youthful, playful aspect of yourself. Do activities that you enjoy and that leave you feeling invigorated and energized afterwards. Even better, if you can find an activity that takes you into a flow state as you are doing it. And by a flow state, I mean a state in which time seems to pass by effortlessly. It speeds up because, or maybe even slows down because you're not even aware of it. You're not even aware of time. You're so engaged and immersed in the activity that you forget time even exists. I think as human beings, as adult human beings, we are, at least in this part of the world, quite disconnected from the younger, more playful aspect of ourselves. And I think it is so important that we reconnect with that aspect of ourselves and bring it forward each day. So do something that is playful. Do something that you enjoy and that you do just for the sake of doing it without any sort of outcome that you're chasing and then just engage in it fully with complete presence. Those are my five tips for a healthy and fulfilling 2024. The best part about all of these things is that they are absolutely free. You can do them without any kind of financial investment. All they require is prioritization and some awareness that these things do matter. If you enjoyed this episode today, please be sure to take a screenshot and share it on your social medias or even just share it with somebody that you think would appreciate it, that would take value from it. It is much appreciated from my end. If you want to get in touch with me, you can drop me a DM on Instagram or you can reach out via my website, which is www.clpersonaltraining.com. All the links are in the show notes below. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace.